0: So, I get a lot of messages from people. Uh, honestly, it's gotten to the point where the messages are kind of overwhelming me, but I try as hard as I can to get through and read all of them and reply to people with questions. It's becoming a full time job, <laughs> essentially. But oh my gosh, when you get some really, really great messages, it makes it all worthwhile. Those life changing messages, you know, I'll. I'll read those all day. That's for sure. So I got a cool message from Jason and I'll share that one and I'll try to continue to share these more and more. I know I've kind of failed a little bit at sharing them and each time I read them, I, I say I need to do more of them. But yeah, if you have one, ultra at gmail.com is a really easy way for me to keep track of them. Direct messages are like just almost flooding my uh, inbox there. But This is Jason's message, Seeking Failure. Last November, as I was sitting on my couch, I realized I hadn't had a major failure in a while. In fact, my last failure had happened back in 2000. I'm a big believer that humans are meant to face and conquer adversity and that we learn more from our failures, more than our successes. I decided to look for something that I thought I had a legitimate chance at failing After looking around, I found a 100-mile race. I didn't know anyone who had attempted a 100-mile race, let alone completed one. I decided to give it a shot. I kept it quiet for a while and only told a couple of close friends. During this time, I stumbled across your podcast. As more people found out, I had experienced all sorts of reactions, with the majority of them being, you're crazy, which I just laughed off. But there were those ones who told me straight out I couldn't do it. In hindsight, now, what I think they were expressing was their own self-doubt. Rob, I'm not sure I could have done as well without all of your work you do on your podcast. I took a little something from every guest that you had. The statement by Corey Reese, bank energy, not time, was by far the best info I picked up listening I'm happy to say that on November 3rd, I finished what I thought I had a serious chance of failing at a year prior. I finished the Rio de Lago 100 in 25 hours and 32 minutes. P.S. I'm still seeking failure, and I'll see you in July in California. Hope we have a chance to have a beer together afterwards. Thanks for all you do for this crazy, amazing community. Jason. I'll tell you about it when it happened in the race, but to be honest with you, it happened even before the race. It happened in the training. Great cause. Oh, thanks man. I respect the shit out of that, man. So if you keep doing what you do it, man. Keep inspiring. And that was a moment I, I can look back on now. And uh, that was one of my favorite moments, getting a foot massage by Hayden at mile 62. This is um, a fan of yours. And I'm just calling in to express my admiration. It's
1: Dean Carnassus, the ultra marathon man.
0: Hello listeners, this is Chris Mako and we are live! And you're listening to Training for Ultra Podcast. This is Anime Flynn and I'm here talking to Training for Ultra Podcast. Yeah, it's like really, I just need to catch up with Rob. 100 miles is not that far. (laughs) I I thought it was a joke actually. (laughs) I thought it was one of your jokes, yeah. It is a joke. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) classic. Oh my God, because literally thing would be like beep, beep, beep. Mother, mother, beep. Mother, mother, beep, beep. Mother, beep, mother, beep, mother, beep. beep, beep, beep. One, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Training for Ultra podcast. I'm Sally McCrae, also known as Yellow Runner. Hey, this is Carl Meltzer, the Speed
1: Goat, and I want to welcome
0: everybody to the Training for Ultra
1: podcast.
0: Welcome to episode 117 of the Training for Ultra podcast. My name is Rob. I also go by Training for Ultra and really excited to catch up with Scott Jones. He is a friend. He lives basically right down the block from me. He's big on, he does some coaching. He has a trail camp, but he does a podcast uh, that is called Becoming Ultra, and they are recruiting for season eight. And so, I mean, this interview, he almost kind of interviews me, and then we chat a little bit about it, but definitely check out Season 8. I think applications are due very shortly, so if you're interested, you definitely need to check it out now, but you know, I appreciate Scott's time, appreciate him, you know, sitting down and catching up and having a beer and you know, our we're just off the cuff with our conversation here, so hopefully it's enjoyable. But yeah, I'll I'll leave a link in the show notes to you know, his experience that he puts together and you know, a link to his application. So check that out. Big thanks to the show sponsors, Hammer Nutrition. If you haven't tried them out, feel free to use my referral code 252888. You'll save 15% off your first order. Thank you to Sufferfest Beer. They now have, finally, they have national distribution. I used to get that question pretty much every week on, you know, when are they going to be beyond California and Colorado Mm -hmm. and they're finally expanding? Check out their website for the nearest retail location. Big thank you to Exoskin. They're um, they're a great supporter. They are going to support the Amazon TV show that Ryan Clayton and I are putting on. So the first three podcast supporters are also going to be TV show supporters, which is awesome. Like truly, truly appreciate them. But I I love their toe socks, calf sleeves, base layers. Excuse me. You can't really go wrong with their material. It's so high tech. I wear their non-toe socks also all the time, but I'm a big fan. I'd be wearing exoskin regardless if they were a supporter or not. I just, I think it's one of the best out there. And my feet making it through the triple crown of 200s is sort of proof that, you know, there's something to that technology. So check them out they should have some new promo codes coming up. I think they have a sale going on, but if you're still looking for a coupon code, T the number 4 U 20 and you'll get 20% off. Big thank you to Ultimate Direction. Tempted to get that scram pack. They have some really cool packs. Check out their website. They do have some discounts going on. But Ultimate Direction's been a great supporter. Appreciate them. Last but not least, Destination Trail Crystal candace all those guys um they're having huge success with the triple crown selling like crazy this year and they have races of all distances so it's not just 200s they have i think i'm trying to remember the shortest distance but i think a half marathon is is possibly their shortest distance but check out their website they have great races all pretty much Pacific Northwest and goes all the way down to California, but definitely check it out and kind of actually coincides with becoming ultra. I think their race is going to be in the Pacific Northwest. So I don't think it, it, it's not going to be a destination trail race obviously, but, um, that region's just absolutely beautiful. If you're looking for an area to run come July and August, some of the most beautiful trails I've ever been on, especially Bigfoot. Oh my gosh. Um, but thank you to those supporters. Thank you to the Patreon supporters, Meg specifically. Thank you. You reached out, and I'm I'm really pumped to you know inspire you. Every one of you guys on Patreon's been awesome. You know, we had one runner who was trying to kickstart running again after taking a hiatus and essentially couch to just getting out there, and we developed a, a mini kind of gr- virtual group run for him. And I think we're trying to motivate each other within that group and it's been really fun and I'm, I'm just really thankful for you guys so I'm gonna read one note that I got just because I'm gonna try to incorporate more of those I get so many of them it's almost overwhelming at this point I'm really thankful for each time someone takes their time to write me to write you know a five-star review on on iTunes or whatever podcast you know system you're using those amazon reviews are awesome i'm just very appreciative so uh
1: dang it i wish we had to say your last name steger steger yeah i always want to say Steiger for some reason maybe maybe just like bob Steger. steger thanks for making that connection the talent is uh, similar i'm sure
0: uh yeah yeah very similar actually, <laughs> i'm actually musically gifted and no one knows oh yeah no hold
1: out not at all Alright, let's paint a little picture here We uh, First of all, me and Rob get together By my math every four months I'm pretty sure I'm on your like
0: Regular updates On your phone, you just set it for every Four months to send a reminder To yourself Yeah, the sa- which well, is, Mine's set for six So The, the sad part
1: <laughs> I could literally run to your house In probably less than 10-15 minutes Run You're probably not even two miles away That's the sad part
0: yeah, we'll we'll get together. We ironically we rent we met at the uh, Runners Roost Lone Tree at a group run one time. So yep. I'm sure we'll meet up at some point, some group events. So. Got to do it, man. Yeah,
1: we're just we're just joking because uh, if you guys are listening, you're on you're on his podcast, you're on my podcast. We got becoming ultra training for ultra. A lot we're of ultras. S- we're so creative. Um, but uh, I was telling I was telling about guests that I've had on, and I've only I've only been like straight up turned down like two times and then one time the dude and i won't say his name because it's just mean but uh he actually i, I s- secretly know who it is
0: but <laughs> I, w- I won't
1: reveal it. he he wanted to charge me to interview him and uh so bef- right before we hopped on here it's ballsy yeah it's rod, really ballsy. rod reminded me that i was paying him for this for this call so I,
0: i'm only gonna charge you two hundred dollars <laughs> it's crazy there's no way i'd charge for anyone to talk to me and oh it's
1: so crazy man i might pay them well if you're okay well if, if you're if you have an organization that thinks your story is cool and they want to pay you to come speak, that's different. That's professional.
0: Totally. You know what I'm saying? If Apple calls and wants me to go talk to them about (laughs) anything, I'd happily agree. uh, For sure. That's just weird. Totally different though. than I think most podcasts, I would say 90, honestly, the 99% of podcasts are a hobby or don't pay enough to be a full-time job. Yeah. Is that true? I, oh yeah, well, there's a stat. Here's the one percenters.
1: Ninety percent of podcasters quit before they hit episode seven.
0: Totally, it's a huge undertaking to it's put a- out. I would say a monthly, and any any more regular intervals just even harder. But how much are you putting out right now? I do one one a week. If I'm feeling really excited, I'll throw in like an, under, an extra episode. But right, right. How about you? Well, the Kemi
1: Ultra is a little different because we do a lot of like live yeah. coaching calls, you know. Yes. Yeah, so right. I'm, we're probably putting out two, two to five a week, depending on the t- the season, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not they're, the effort to record a coaching call is way less than interviews. Like for Athlean Fire, yeah. I only put out one every one or two weeks now because I'm trying to find guests that I, that are interesting to me and that haven't been. You know, on the podcast circuit, whatever you know.
0: So it's heavy for like what a certain time length, and then like once the season's over, it's kind of like a quiet period, and then
1: like, yeah, we'll do more like human interest when it. it, it so we, you're we will still do more interviews.
0: Yeah, I a try still a lot of nice. content. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. Uh, it can never be too much content because only the best content will rise, rise above yeah. and. And it doesn't matter how good it
1: is. If you put it out today, like it's either evergreen or it's not, and people are either going to find it or they're not. But you, like, I have shows from because they're good from the four years ago for athlete on fire that still get views yeah. every day. And yeah, I have stuff course. I did last week that maybe it sucked cause it's not getting much, you know, maybe it's not getting a lot right now. So well,
0: I've, I've talked to people about this before. Like it's not only, and I think this is the same with like magazine articles and whatnot. Like if you're fundamentally changing five people's lives, does it matter if that episode has 50,000 downloads, no. five thousand, five hundred. does it matter? Like, no. if you're actually hitting home with that small population, then it's worth the, what we do. I mean, that's why I do it. Oh, dude, like, like my, my
1: listenership compared to some of the big dogs, even in ultra space, is very, it would be considered low. And I don't care because the the engagement that I get from emails and messages and people on the team, that we have a team you know, like people on the team, the engagement is so strong that if there's only 100 downloads. I'd be cool with so it. Worth it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, you want 100. You want 100 percent of the people to be engaged. And if you have 10,000 people with 10 percent engaged, or just a thousand people, you know, I, I'd really just focus on the people that are there for for good reason. A lot reasons. less noise.
0: Yeah, for sure. A lot of less. lot less hate emails. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
1: I don't know why there was one. Uh, I went on because I went on a few of our. It, here, I'll set it up. It's probably one of these nights when I had, like, three or four beers. And you just start surfing stupid shit. <laughs> and I was looking at, like... It reviews. happens to all of us. I if was, you're <laughs> listening, you
0: drink, you know what it happens. It's okay.
1: Well, we're here at a... We're Something at Brewing bad. right now. So, I was looking... I was like, oh, I haven't checked my reviews on iTunes in a while. Big problem. No, and, never uh, do that. Never do I that. Went on, I went on... I went on mine. I went on your – I went on all my, like, friends that I knew in person that had podcasts. So, Mal By Gray, my buddy Ben, and Jason Fitzgerald, who does strength running. I went on all of ours. I was like, okay, let's go see. And then uh, I went on yours, and somebody was just so mean to you, dude. <laughs> one of, one yeah. of those was so mean. It was like – Oh, it's – yeah. But you yeah, had a lot of reviews. No, you had a lot of good reviews, though.
0: I – don't know the last time I checked. And oh. trust me, if you're listening and you want to give me a five star review, it's helpful. It is helpful if That's you helpful. really want rankings and stuff. But once you break the mental mold of like I want a high ranked podcast and you actually want to just help people and throw out like interesting content and like entertain when needed and Yeah. Yeah. Once once you break that mindset, I mean shit, I don't care if I have a one like a, overall every review I wish I remember what it was. because there's only be 20 people that take the time. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. That's I, the saddest. Part. But the thing is, I because I, I love constructive criticism, I love talking smacks like buddies and stuff. I just I was kind of <laughs> jealous. I was like, oh my gosh,
0: I want a really bad.
1: I want want a really bad one. Well, it's a bad I, testament to me. It I probably I'm have not, even
0: better ones. I don't even check anymore.
1: I, I, I don't I've, have time. It's been a while. I, I just remember just cracking up on some of this stuff. Well, first of all, and you hear this all the, like the people who. I don't think I've ever left a review for a restaurant or a whatever, skating rink, what, I don't know, any of this stuff. Because yeah. I just don't think about it, you know? But if you're going to take time, go have a beer at your local brewery. Go home, sit down, and not just go to sleep or hang out with your loved ones or watch a show. You're, you're going to get your computer out or your phone. And you're gonna write uh,
0: like I can hear the keyboard. It's not your typical tap tap. And they're like, like "This is what I like."
1: This is what I had to say about this. But then, for but then you take it even a a step further. This is a podcast. (laughs) Podcasts, if you guys, unless you're in some other world that I don't know about, they're
0: I think they're free. That's what I always say. Like, if you're unhappy with my podcast, I'll refund your money.
1: All you have to do is turn it off. No, you're not going to just turn it off. You're going to go home or stop your run, and you're going to say something bad about the person who spent... Oh, it just cracks me up, man. Sad people. So uh, we're sitting here, brewing. Yeah. Um, It's kind of an interesting setup, because people are watching football inside, and uh, outside we came outside to get a little quiet, and we're sitting at the only table that doesn't have like two inches of snow on it right now.
0: I think that's more like four or five inches, but yeah. Yeah, we had that weird snow blizzard here in Denver, but... Did you go running it at all? uh one time at a group run on halloween runner's oh, yeah. roost lone tree again it's like my That's normal thursday to. but yeah I, I think i only did five and a half miles which normally should have been nine yeah uh, i was just like yeah i'm yeah. gonna cut it short all
1: right so uh a couple things you've had it you've had a bigger there's some stuff with becoming ultra that we'll talk about for sure but you've had a crazy big year you did the the Triple Crown of the 200s, right? Yeah. So that's Bigfoot, Moab, and uh, Tahoe. Tahoe in between those, yep. So I have some questions. So one thing I wanted to do before um, we hopped on, so we had this Team BU. It's a group of, like, I'm going to have to say it might be the most positive place on the Internet.
0: Why am I not involved here? Uh, We'll bring you in there. Can
1: you invite? (laughs) (laughs) You'll get an invite. It it really is. Just awesome people with really good goals. and like, Cool. I don't know if it's trickle down. That's what I'm all
0: about. I love it.
1: So what I have some questions about your, your year from some of the numbers here. And Are you sure these aren't um, iTunes reviews? No, that would be okay. funny though. That's like main tweets on uh That's what of guys
0: really would love.
1: Alright, we gotta find this bad boy because uh, Maybe
0: we'll throw those in at the end. We'll both read one One bad review, bad review each.
1: Oh we have some good ones here. Okay, so this is from um, oh, actually a few people asked this question, the recovery question.
0: I asked my own coach that. Yeah. Uh, so Matt Daniels and I kind of halfway through the triple we'll started working together. We've become friends. I'm like, Matt, what's going on after Bigfoot? I kid you not, and this is this is going to be in that TV show. I, I said a, um, like a 5K PR. I went on a, a run.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember you posted um, that.
0: And then like a 10K PR, which, again, I, I think... Um, I think the mentality that I went into Bigfoot was.
1: Can you remind me the order of the three races, real quick? So yeah,
0: Bigfoot's in August, Tahoe's in September, and Moab 240 is in October. So you have like 65 days. Okay. They're they're each in a different month, but when you when you actually um, like break out the number of days yeah. in between the start of Bigfoot and the end of Moab, 65. I think it's like 68 days. Or something to that effect. So it's almost within a two month period, yeah. Just really short. And I, on my own podcast, I was saying like recovery is the name of the game here. Like you can run a two hundred and get away with like whatever, but how do you bounce back within that short of a window? Right. Um, And my my body bounced back really really quick. I think it goes back to sustaining base level fitness for the most part. I used a lot of races as long runs. Bighorn 100 um, was a mud fest and it was mostly hiking. Oh, yeah, I saw those so pictures for that one. It was like brutal. Yeah, if you get a chance, check out the YouTube video to see Did you like, the yet? actual mud. I saw insane. a lot of people post some pictures. It was just crazy, yeah. Um, I was amazed the guy who was shooting the video didn't bite it. Um, so time on feet, but then running smart races. Like at bigfoot i had to just be cognizant of i'm not just running bigfoot that's why i thought that race went really really well there's 42,000 feet of gain it's intense uh kind of unrelenting but i didn't i was running the triple crown when i was running bigfoot so like i think it took 23rd overall or something which i thought was just actually really great performance for me middle of the pack yeah because I was running that with Tahoe and Moab on my shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah, but so recovery, I think eating calories during the race so that you're not so depleted during the recovery phase was big. Yeah. Which it's embarrassing, but I ate so much food <laughs> to the point where like I should be in a Nathan hot dog eating competition <laughs> like next year. I might be competitive eater. Actually. Pretty good, yeah. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it's uh, yeah, eat a ton of calories. Just be smart, like on how you descend. Because forty-two thousand feet of gain is hard on your body, but the descents can just don't tear open you it up. up. Yeah. And then I'm big on like a slow, like a really long taper into the race, and then I don't run. I, I almost have like a protocol, like a, the week after a two hundred, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm going to eat however I want. I'm going to take time with my family. Enjoy recovery. Don't try to rush the process. It's not worth it at all. Yeah, for sure. That's long-winded. Sorry. I I mean,
1: no, no, it's not long. You know, I coach a lot of athletes, and... um you know, the difference between somebody doing their first 50k and someone who's experienced doing a 100 like that that week after should be pretty similar it should be a little bit of active recovery like you're not just gonna sit on the couch you got to move around and, and take care of yourself and get Those calories walking, and, yeah
0: for sure right a little but not honestly just not taking it taking it easy yeah after bigfoot uh 200 i ran the next morning because we were hanging out at the finish line i actually ran a loop of the track where you finish yeah it just felt like hyperactive and immediate. <laughs> like wanted to keep going so i knew i was in a good spot for the triple that's a good sign but yeah no, well you active i mean if ideally i I'd do a little biking yeah yeah
1: i think it's the best a little biking just yeah. to get the the legs moving zero impact uh this is a comment it's not a question this is from holly that first one was from steph but a few people asked asked it holly muller she's up in uh jersey Love, Rob. His whole journey from the start to where he is now is pretty awesome. Running alongside Goggins and finishing when David didn't. Really cool. Can't wait to hear it. Listen to Rob on many long runs. So there's a shout-out. Cool. Very cool. (laughs) My comment. Yeah, he's a nice dude. I was busy. I didn't didn't have much to add to that. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, Oh, this is going from Andrea. She's up in Wisconsin. Um, One takeaway from all this. What's the one thing that matters most in these races for you?
0: That's interesting. So... And shout out to Wisconsin in the Midwest. Lived in Wisconsin for quite some time. You did, really? Yeah. What part? Some I'm really cool races there, too. In I lived in um, Milwaukee. Okay. Um, yeah, some races in the UP are pretty sick. Oh, that place is great. Yeah, yeah. I've been at
1: the UP. It's pretty.
0: Um, so I, I think I spent my first three years of running trying like to explore myself and figure out I don't know like i used ultra running almost as like self-exploration and finding quiet time to like really reflect and have those deeper moments and then it's weird because this year ever since i wrote the book it's all about inspiring other people which i thought would be i don't know like maybe i'd not have great races because i wasn't totally enamored with Waking up and super excited because this was more than just for my own personal gain, right? Um, and ironically, when you start running for purposes greater than yourself, I felt like I actually had a athletic gain from that situation. It mentally, I think Moab's a perfect example. Doing the four hundred one k for can for pediatric yeah. cancer, you yeah, get that like, back your head a lot. Totally, when you're suffering. And you can remove yourself from the picture, yeah. it's, it's game changing. Uh, you all of a sudden, you don't feel sorry for yourself. You're not complaining, I hurt, because you're thinking about this, in my case, an eight year old girl, girl going through chemotherapy for every month for a year yeah. with brain cancer. Like, how can I complain that my legs hurt? perspective perspective yeah. yeah having perspective is everything for sure um yeah try it i mean again i'm middle of the pack crusher at times <laughs> um wait a minute try running for something bigger than yourself i mean do the self-exploration that's been game changing but i found myself my first three years of running i wrote a book i like literally i found myself yeah Um, and this year has been about running beyond self-purpose and, uh, I actually saw athletic benefit or mental, like toughness kind of got, got
1: past some things for sure.
0: Yeah. They were up there with David Goggins in terms of mental toughness, just a little bit different, uh, different way of getting the Different
1: application. Yeah. Uh, Oh, this one is thanks Andrew. This is from Scott Haggerty. Uh, New team member He's out of Kansas Um, I just talked to him yesterday Really, really cool guy Um, He's a grandfather Which is really, I think, awesome See some older athletes out there And his question is Now that you've smashed All three of those 200s Are you going to move To training for faster (laughs) 100 milers?
0: You know, that's a good question I've I've talked to my coach um, And, yeah Adding a little speed You know, will help I think my running economy Definitely improved quite a bit recently taking my slower runs slower my faster runs faster Um, not necessarily hundreds but if I do get into western states uh, I guarantee you that my training into Black Canyon 100k is going to involve more speed work and yeah leading into June will involve more Um, but I'm to the point where I'm most happy with not being injured having more consistency. So I think my biggest gains, the reason this year was so successful is I didn't have a single injury Yeah, and being it's able huge. to actually leverage those micro gains, like taking days off when I feel like I've, I've become hyper aware of my body and able to know it's just not worth running. There's no benefit from one day of training. There can only be a detriment and set yourself back months and even way back to like foundational level fitness if you're you're not smart about it. So right. train smart. And, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. I it's, it's just like... I'm going longer, by the way. Do you want to... <laughs> no, it's fine. It's California getting- Untamed 330 <laughs> and hopefully Biggs' backyard. I oh, think, yeah,
1: you're talking about 330? I think that's
0: sort of my calling is these uh, backyard races because I is- can run fast at mile 220. Yeah. So when is Biggs' October. It, it coincides with Moab too. That's next year. So I would right? have to. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I'd have to pick. Um, really hoping Laz sees uh, potential in accepting my invita- or my application there. Just because I haven't won a gold golden ticket to that race, and it's going to get to the point. Maybe I'm way early on this, but I think Biggs could eventually be almost like. Western states, like you need to get a golden ticket to get in. Yeah. I um, think they'll let in like a handful of people, but yeah, yeah, that's cool. I think it's like the next big thing in ultra running, honestly. What's the three thirty? Is that where's that at? It's crazy. California. Yeah. It's first year inaugural race. Uh, again, when you when you run two fifty and you're all about testing yourself with distance and not speed, that just rings. Way too beautiful. Like I had to, I had to go for it. Yeah, so that's cool. It'll be crazy. I have a lot of friends in California that are already like, "Hey, I want to crew you and yeah. take care yeah. of you, and it'll just be great." Honestly, go catch up with people, and I have a lot of friends racing the race. Oh, nice. Yeah, it'll be fun.
1: All right, that's a good. One. Um, let's see here. Somebody asked what race
0: distance is too far. Eh, I don't think you're going. There is none.
1: I, yeah, I think that answer was there is apparent. no. There is no
0: finish line. 2021. I. I mean, I've mentioned it. Ideally, if um, resources were available, <laughs> I want to race David Goggins across the United States. There you go. It sounds like totally it. insane. No. Um, but I've always kind of dreamed like that. Yeah. You, you, you want to talk a little smack right now, Tom? No. Oh. I actually respect. It. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I think it'd be great. Um, like. It, and again, my perspective on him is I, I did read his book but I ran I don't know, ten or eleven miles with him. Yeah. Uh that's my only perspective and I think he's inspiring a lot of people. And <laughs> oh, he's I've doing stuff for more than himself. Yep. And uh he's yeah, we I think we related, but I wanna pick a charity, common charity, so we're not you know It's a collaboration. I don't want it to be like I beat him and my charity gets all the money and Like, you know, it's sour. Like, I wanna race. Yeah. And he'll probably beat me by a month. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want a common charity, I want it to be for greater good. And I want Amazon to say, shit, yes, we are signing up for this. Yeah. We wanna video the whole thing. Like You put it out there, it's good. Because then when you sign up for a two hundred, are you gonna be intimidated? No, you saw this normal dude who works full time like go do something that's seen as impossible and now all of a sudden what's impossible Yeah, like that's my goal that's why I do 200s a lot of times like
1: I want to break
0: that mental wall for you so when you sign up for your local 50k and you become an ultra runner and before that you never thought yourself capable of it like I just want to open the ultra running community and world to you And because it's it's added so much to my life, I want to share that experience with everyone. Like, yeah, it's a great place.
1: I think there's two things that inspire people who aren't doing things athletically, running or or any anything in the ultra space right now. And one of them is seeing like the Killians of the world running in spectacular, beautiful places, and that that part of the inspiration. And then the other inspiration is the everyday people. Get out there and figure it out and that's that's where you come in and, and you've you've been able to do that I last get a, few years I get
0: it's a cool. comment every day from someone that's like I never thought ultra running was for us like normal people yeah. like that work real jobs and have kids and and live normal lives like we like they always I literally I get a comment all the time yeah um, so it's cool to inspire people do you have
1: um, ever think about this so, like do you know how good of – you know? How, I help – I train a lot of athletes in town here. We have a gym down the street, and, uh, you know, people are coming. We get after it, dude. Like, it's not like running ultra, you know. It's it's a tough workout. Tons of endurance athletes go down there. But the other day I was like, it's 4 in the morning. We have, we have 4 a.m. classes. And people are coming in.
0: 4 a.m. class? Yeah. Get, I might join you. If we you get after them. it. Yeah, That's it's awesome. great.
1: Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, uh, yeah, people get after it. And we're like, you know, 100 years ago, if you would have told a farmer – or a miner, or somebody working on the railroads, whatever. That we go and exert ourselves like this because we have to to keep what our body needs in line and what our brain needs mentally to to be healthy. They would have looked at you like you're crazy because you know. For sure, we live in a really good place that running an ultra. Ten is years awesome. ago, if you it,
0: Yeah, twenty years ago. It's just it's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean we're we're very fortunate for sure. Um, I think some of like Dean Carnassus's book on. Some of the very first ultra runners is kind of groundbreaking research on like the messaging systems back in like ancient Greece. Oh yeah, I'm still convinced we need ultra runners as like a backup system for like government communications. I thought that too. We should all like we should all be on if the
1: grid shuts down.
0: If the grid shut, if there's a yeah, let's not get that dark. But yeah, (laughs) we need we need a communication system, and uh, you don't want to have like have to communicate... Well, you can't communicate with 15 people. Yeah. You need one person that can cover a great distance yeah. with a message. I think so, it's
1: cool. Ooh, there, there might be something there.
0: Yeah, it's a movie. It's
1: It would be a great movie. <laughs> it's like Hunger Games meets uh, <laughs> Ultramarathon Man. Okay. All right, we've got a couple more good ones here. Um, Ultramarathon
0: Man should be a movie first. It should please. be a movie, by the way,
1: yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, we got the recovery one. Oh, this is a good one. and I being the ignorant person i am you know i told you i an rd and i've rd'd like 120 races so i don't sign up for a lot of races i get a lot of free entries give them to buddy like i just i, I don't I, I like to go in the woods and if i'm going to go run like i haven't run 100 miles yet so the summer
0: you're course markings at this point just, yeah it brings the back p- you
1: know i love people but i want to go be by myself or with a couple yeah. good but you know what i'm saying yeah totally. so uh so this is so i'm not like researching races like Half Team BU. You know who you are. You guys are, re- you guys are signing up for 14 races in the next week. You need to calm down a little bit. But uh, the, I didn't know how expensive these 200s were.
0: Yeah, they're expensive. So
1: the question was... They had, like,
0: payment plans and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Want a car? No. I'm going to go run 200 miles. Um, I have so many questions, but the one I'm so afraid to ask is the one I'm going to ask. Is it really worth the money?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's... I mean... So I think... And I, I say don't pick it at the last second where the price is the freaking highest. Right, right. Um, but I think, yeah, these are life experiences and there's no amount of money that I would have paid to have that moment at mile 160 during Moab 240 40 last year where I had flow that was like almost a religious experience um, to the point where I don't, do self exploration anymore because I feel like I found myself. That's the best, yeah. Um, but yeah, sign up early. I think at least for uh, Candice's races, she's she's experimenting with some alternative type like pricing models and right. like basically no aid stations, yeah, that sort of thing. But for I would say roughly on average, if you're smart on timing it for a thousand dollars, yeah, if that's your a goal of of the year. It's gonna be life, like a life-changing type experience, yeah. and I see it as my vacations. Yeah. So, if your big vacation of the year is like about a thousand dollars, yeah, no, it's yeah, they're expensive for sure. It's it's a huge commitment of re- time and resources. So, uh, don't underestimate that for sure. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, as RD, like. I can foresee what the cost to the to the directors are from from a time standpoint just and a permitting insurance yeah all of that. I mean oh. yeah it's crazy. No well, it's cuz my, my trail camp up in uh, it's about an hour from here up 285 near mm-hmm. Guanella Pass F- from Thursday night until Sunday oh, cool. like nine meals lodging all every night all that stuff the running the coaching every people in it's still less than most of the 200s oh yeah so it's no. crazy right no it's if you,
0: if you pick it's a in what's crazy is i think i said this last year i thought moab would sell out so i don't know if i talked about the triple crown way too much they already have 56 people signed up for the triple crown oh nice good for them. that's one third of the space available for moab 240 that's cool candace is going to sell out every single race of the triple crown this year or in 2020 yeah nice good for her um but Having a burger at Pole Canyon or wherever, like <laughs> it's not—it's not the cost of food. It's the effort, the logistical yeah. nightmare. Like you have to to volunteer at these races. They're so long. You have to have volunteers that are basically paid sometimes. Like you have to hire people instead of having volunteers because. They're going to be at an aid station for two days. Right, right. No, that's a good um, point. Yeah, there's just a lot of logistics that are unbelievable that uh, they've figured out. And I, I, as weird as it sounds, I think it's a value.
1: No, that does um, not sound. Look, I'm an entrepreneur. Dude. If, if if there's a price, if there's a price to a thing, ninety eight percent of the time, there's a reason for that for that price.
0: Yeah, I don't think Candace is a multi millionaire from this this concept and. I think if I were to try to compare it, like going out and doing the CT by myself, right. it'd be scary. It'd be... i definitely put my life in jeopardy at this point. Yeah. Um, so to have a spot tracker and like a backup system in place, I mean, I've done four of the races now, so I'm comfortable. Yeah, yeah. feeling better about that, but yeah, it's... I think modern-day age, it's probably the safest way to go out and, like, test do something like epic. That. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. test yourself. Without it be being, age. like, a
1: survival situation.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. If you have two kids at home, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not...
1: No, that's a good... That's a actually, lot of people shouldn't
0: test their limits on their own.
1: I absolutely. It's dangerous. Am. That's a really good point, just the, the safety piece.
0: Um, a single helicopter... Oh.
1: <laughs> well, you know, in
0: Colorado, you better go get your
1: fishing license because uh, you can go pay... 25 bucks for your fishing license, and that covers your hell evacuation. Did you know that? I'll sign up
0: for 2020. No, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, That's great. So that goes to your ex, expedition out of harm's
0: way? Uh, yeah, that can be a it's, very big bill. A lot, a lot of people don't U- know UTMB, that. UTMB uh, actually requires you to go buy, like, $40 of insurance. Yeah. Um, and I think they flat out say, like, otherwise, any kind of issue... $20,000...
1: Yeah. yeah, it's un, unreal. It's crazy. All right, there's one more question from the team.
0: I like these. You, you get a cool team.
1: Yeah, the, qu- the questions are fun. Like, So this team, first of all, you know how it is on, with online stuff. Like, you put something out there, are like, ah, enter. Hopefully people listen or respond. I started this. I had this team concept. I get zero responses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just mean responses. And then uh, my dad. I, I started the, the podcast first, and then I was like, I really want to start this team. I didn't start it for a year and a half or two until I felt like, there's enough people listening to be interested yeah and uh lisa anderson thank you lisa you're still out there um like three hours after i posted the team thing beep, she signed up for it and then we had um and, and now we're up to about 80 people on the team says so, uh, seven or 80 people awesome um, so anytime i have new interviews and stuff i have plenty of questions i'd rather just get them from these guys it's great i do the
0: same thing on patreon so right? like the same group yeah <coughs> yeah it's cool
1: all right the last one's from Holly again. Um, how do you balance work and family life with training and traveling for these races? I get that question
0: all the time. I figured it's, you it's did. It's like probably one of the most common questions. It's so, I mean, it's a weird time to answer that question. Cause it's been a really good kind of balance between my wife and I working together on like when we get, when I get my long run in, when I, you know, take the kids and now like going through separation, uh, it's more regimented with a calendar now. Um, but I'm, I'm not great at it. I, I do, I think, honestly, the main thing is, I don't know, like, if I have free time, I'm probably working on something running related. Yeah. Because that's my passion. It's not really work for me to edit a film or edit a video. Like, I just love that challenge and trying to tell a story and, inspired people um, but I would say if I'm not working I mean even if I am at work during my lunch break my lunch break time is so valuable like I I can get in a, a quick run during lunch or I can run out and do something you know that has a purpose so I would say I'm not sitting watching TV Right. I'm totally out of tune with what a popular TV show is Ironically, as I try to make a TV show. <laughs> um, That's funny. But all my, like, I, I, I don't know what's going on in football, baseball, basketball, like any other sport. Like, if I have free time, it's devoted to ultra running, trail running. Um, but you just have to, in terms of time management with kids, I'm trying to be present. Uh, and I just have a whole different respect for time. Right. Right time is to. time is my ultimate constraint as it is with everyone else and it's it's some it's a it's something i value very very highly and you know i i want to be a good dad yeah. and i want to inspire you the listener and i i want to see i want to push my limits as a an athlete and a runner yeah. and i want to be a storyteller and write books and make films and be creative so I'm trying to balance it as best as I can. It's not perfect, um, but, yeah, it's it's working for the most part. Yeah,
1: that's cool. Yeah. I definitely relate. I mean, time is just – so we're launching season 8 for Becoming Ultra. We'll talk about that in a second. But, um, like, the last two days, like, got home early. I thought that nobody would be in the house, and I, I needed an hour to get, like – I needed this page done. I got a mini camp thing coming up. I had to get that page for the website. And for me, like, anytime you're launching something, it's just, like, you got to get your head completely into it, because there's all these details and links going everywhere, you know? The whole crew walks in the house. Son of a... Okay, I'm fine. I can hang out with the kids. Uh, So that's Friday afternoon. And then Saturday morning, this morning, I got up earlier than I wanted to. Like, I kind of wanted to sleep in. I've been getting up really early, so...
0: That's my secret. Yeah. I forgot to mention.
1: Getting up early. Totally. Like, 4 a.m. every day. I do, too. No one...
0: It's, I don't really talk about it, but
1: it's psychotic. I mean, I, the beginning of this week. I don't have those two hours in the morning. I don't get anything done. Dude, though. the beginning of the week, I got up at two forty-five, three o'clock, and three ten. I don't. I'm not posting that. Like it's it's not a big. Do- like people think I have a great life. I do have a great life. It's a great yeah. life. But I freaking work my ass off for it. Yeah. But even this morning, like the week, Morning's kicked early. my butt. Wanted to get up a little bit early. Just to get an hour. I, I knew I needed an hour for this stuff. Yeah. My wife never gets up that early. I love my wife to death. <laughs> I go to the bathroom, I walk out, there she is. I'm not going to go to work. I'm going to hang out with my wife. You know what I saying? Cuz I haven't seen her that much this week anyway. Yep. 10 minutes later, my kids walk down the door. So, oh, me and you me and you shot. catch up. Like <laughs> I'm kind of grumpy and you're like a little down, really. Like, all right, we got to just relax and hang <laughs> out a little bit. But that's that's what ha- that's what happens, right? With the time management thing. And uh, when family takes your time, that's that's one thing. Yeah. But when you let everyone else on the Peripheral, take your time. That's a problem. So you have to learn how to yeah. block it out. You know,
0: I'm I'm guilty of that. Like my big thing is like self self worth. I guess like when someone reaches out and asks me a question, I try to respond to everyone. Yeah, um, it's a huge huge time suck, but it's worth that's every worth it. single yeah. person that like you're impacting. Like they're not going to take their time to write a question. Uh, you know, unless they thought it was important. Yeah. And I've had one or two people on Instagram where I reach out and I take time and write a question and they don't get back to me. And that's like my big pet peeve. It's yeah. like they think their time's more valuable than your time. Like
1: I think the key for that... Like that's just not fair. No, I agree. Um,
0: but it, it, once you hit scale... Then it actually, it, it actually is impossible. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think, and I think, if you are going to make it a big part of your your goal with your business and with your projects to reach out to everybody, you just gotta you gotta block time off. You can't respond as they're coming in. You'll lose your freaking mind. Yeah. So you gotta say, okay, on this day from twelve to one, I'm gonna sit down and answer questions or whatever, however you want to do it. But yeah. if you get to a point where you're this answering everything bad, so oh, like bad.
0: I've done it throughout. Like that's it's important to me. But this year, yeah, it's gotten to the point where I'm getting 25 questions a day minimum. Oh, that's crazy. Which is like, I mean, if you just look at, you know, base followership, like, interaction's getting off the charts. Yeah. So it's not like I have 2 million Instagram followers or anything. Um, Goggin said he had, I think, hundreds of messages a day. Oh, but Two million followers. So actually, if you look at percent of like, yeah, actual uh, <laughs> engagement, it's not actually. Does he answer? Chart. Does he answer any of them? I don't think so. It'd be yeah. impossible.
1: Yeah. I think, but he puts time into his posts. So you know, but he's. He I think he's trying to
0: answer those questions. My big thing with him, we were, t- we we're chatting. I was like, can you follow someone like Celia for twenty four hours? Can you- <laughs> Can you make that like your big deal? Like one yeah, one for, person. For twenty four hours, someone that he finds inspirational. Cause come on. Like you gotta find at least one other <laughs> one other person in the world. Like guess follow he's... the Instagram God for one for twenty four hours, like but, but that was my point to him and he's like, Ah, I never thought about that. <laughs> he's like, fuck that. Uh, <laughs>
1: two point one million followers
0: Wow, he's just blown up. No, people people find him inspirational and I honestly I do too. Oh like, he's very inspirational. The only negative feedback I've heard from people, uh, specifically at Moab two forty is just like check the ego a little bit, but Yeah,
1: but at the same time he's not racing
0: other people, it's he's racing like, himself. Well it's not like they were talking to him, though. Exactly. And so, like, once you start, and, and I feel very fortunate. There's not many people that actually probably talk to him for more than, like, three seconds. Yeah. So, when that, you actually get, and again, again, two miles, you, you don't know someone, but.
1: But that's how it is. Like, how many people have you seen in the public eye that you actually get to hang out with that are 10 times cooler
0: in person? Probably 99% of the world. I mean, I was just thinking to myself, like, how many people in the world? I think someone out there would pay one million dollars to run ten miles with him. Like I, he's, I believe it. that he's of that. I that. Uh, level. Well, we don't
1: like we don't know what Jesse paid him for the. <laughs> That's true. We had no idea. Yeah,
0: yeah, Jesse. Uh, Jesse was close to doing a charity podcast with me. Okay. I got him on athlete. He never got back to me. He didn't like my numbers or something. Wow. Your numbers are better than
1: mine, Jesse. I'd,
0: come on, dude.
1: I'll tell you my secrets later.
0: I'll do the twenty nine <laughs> thousand event twice for you next year, bud.
1: Well, this is the cool thing because he's got he's got a um, uh, assistant that does a lot of his booking. And I forget the back and forth, but they gave me thirty minutes with him, and then. We we're obviously done with the podcast. like, "Hey, man, I got some time. like, you got any questions?" I was like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> just business stuff. So that is cool that he no, gave me good, time.
0: He's a good guy. Um, yeah, I, I honestly I think the world of him. I've read all his books, and as he's a cool. fellow author, he's yeah, good. He's yeah, no, he's I good respect his writing style and his inspiration and his arting, and that's on top of like actually what he does. <laughs> oh my so gosh. he's just doing that on the side. That's yeah. like fun.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, it's Je- if you guys, it's, this is Jesse Itzler. Um, he's just type it in, you'll find him all over the place.
0: So, um, year, yeah, what is it? Year with a seal or something?
1: Living with a seal. Living with a seal. That's a cool book. And yeah, the monks was a great book too. I didn't read that. Was that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would check that out for
0: sure. Yeah, I have some ideas for Jesse if he's uh, wondering where the next year of his life should be spent.
1: <laughs> living with a living or, with a Rob? No, not a year.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just a month, man. Days or yeah. Something. No, no, it's not me. Oh, it's not you. No, I've I've literally had the thought after reading all this stuff, like for thirty days living with these people or this person, like yeah. that would be a great book. Yeah.
1: Oh well, now he's got a theme, right? It's easy to reproduce once you have that little niche, right? Yeah, you would think.
0: No, I reached out to him and invited him to run a race in Patagonia with me. Nice. Or yeah, it was a Patagonia like. Almost like a, uh, I don't know, a kind of triathlon. Yeah. it's like a, a cool, like, multifaceted race. Kind of have you been down this? No, not yet. Okay. I, I will eventually. Yeah. It, I haven't it, been have all the
1: way. No, I've been to South America. I've been to Santiago. And uh, we went to Santiago, went over to Mendoza, which is in Argentina, like, over the Andes. And we had ah. a choice. We could go north or we could go south. And um, that's how we travel. Like, we would just, we'd get there, we'd book three nights, and then we'd, Wing it for the rest of the time we were there. So we're in Argentina, and we're just trying to decide, like, you know what? Patagonia looks beautiful, but we live in Colorado. It's mountainous. We see big mountains all the time. It's not going to be the same, obviously. But we wanted to go check out the Amazon basin, so we went north. And uh, we went up to, like, La Paz and um, some other spots in Bolivia. And, oh, uh, that's like a four-hour podcast just crazy stories and some the stuff we did there it's just we are not we're either not very smart people or we're not very lucky people i don't
0: think many good decisions were made in south america oh, at least I, by like typical americans
1: i <laughs> won't tell a lot of stories but we were in this place called called uh, agua de fertile and it was that means like the land of the fertile basically um and uh, there was no water and there was no green, <laughs> it anything. Was it was dirt and dust and oh, just God. crappy everywhere. It's like Iceland. Yeah. And we, well, <laughs> we ran. <laughs> we ran out of money. We needed to get up north, and there was nobody spoke English. Oh, and we gosh. ran out. Of, well, we ran out of cash. We didn't run out of money, and we had to like hire this dude to go. Uh, drive a couple hours to the, to the nearest um, like bank to do um, a conversion with our American dollars to be able to anyway all this stuff happened we're we're going door to door in this town in the middle of nowhere and, uh, knocking on doors to find a ride to get to this place oh to find a con- uh, someone who convert our American dollars so that this other person would go drive to get us a ride this is great like
0: I thought U S currency there was actually like. At a premium,
1: it was. But we were in a small town, and uh, for whatever reason, they were not taking our American currency. We'll save
0: that for another podcast. Oh, it's
1: crazy. Anyway, um, it'll be so, a four-hour ultra podcast. <laughs> we should do. I mean, we That's we got to do this more often for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So my wife is going to be here in about ten minutes.
0: I was going to say, let's. You didn't give me an opportunity to like. I
1: always do that.
0: The script.
1: That's what I do. No, it's
0: cool. Let's I like to keep it off. Let's, of me, but let's this is, hear, this, Let's hear like what. What season are you on? Let's so
1: we are on. So we just got done with season seven, which is awesome. And I want to give a shout out to you really quick. So last, we did this last season seven over at um, Blue Spruce Brewing, yeah. and uh, one of the one of the people who applied was Trevor Nye, who is a at the time I think he was nineteen. But he, anyway, he's twenty year old twenty year old from Montana. He's he came to our trail camp and he just ran his first hundred at, at Cloud Splitter. Oh, the time cut off was forty hours. He got it done in thirty nine and change. Um, Ooh. but he learned about season seven from your show. Cause he, he let me know that after the fact. So that was just really awesome. Nice. Um,
0: but yeah, so, so we congrats, do that. Man, by the way, that's if you're listening, which I know you are, he is one of our podcasts, he, maybe both Trevor's He'll listening listen to twice. Oh yeah, for sure. Dude, congrats. You got it done.
1: Gritty, that's gritty awesome. effort. So, um, yeah, so I have no problem talking about these seasons because it's about someone who's listening to your podcast or mine. They've had this idea in their head. They just haven't been convinced that they can do it. And we set, we set up this application process where people can apply to have um, their first training cycle for their first ultra documented for six to seven months. Um, I would have
0: signed up if I, I – I don't think you probably had this four years ago. Or if you did, I was We were like, just getting started probably. Yeah, I probably was totally unaware and yeah. doing my own thing. But I, I would have been all about that. it's cool.
1: it's cool man like what we've done differently year over year you know how you learn from you know for all your runs every mistake
0: i make (laughs) so So, every day i'm learning
1: (laughs) (laughs) so we start off and all we were doing is like okay we're featuring two runners that's it and we would feature them and it was great like people loved it but after a while it's like you know you have 10 15 people applying for this thing and and the thing that i'm trying to get away from now is like If you're applying, you're basically committing to the race. Like, so we're doing Smith Rock up in uh, near Bend, Oregon. It's hard. Yeah.
0: If you get injured, too. Yeah. Yeah. in training.
1: All that stuff. Yeah. We just want people, to, We want people when they apply for Season 8, to commit to this race. Because what's been really cool in the last couple of years is, instead of just having the two featured runners that we do have, because we partner with Charmin Ultra Guys, um, we have a group of 7 to 20 people coming out for this race who've all been training at the same time, who are all doing either their first Ultra or they're running with people that they've gotten to know over the internet and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, Season 8 Smith Rock is a race up in... Uh, uh, Smith Rock is a state park in Oregon. It's a little bit north of Redmond, Oregon. About 30, when, 30 minutes north of uh, Bend.
0: When, when is the rest? Uh, May
1: 16th. May September 16th?
0: Week, that weekend. Yes. Yeah, you should That's come awesome, out.
1: Man. You should come out, dude.
0: I love it. <laughs> Any, anything west of where we live. Like, where we live is awesome. Oh, yeah. Anywhere west is awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm all about it. Have you been to Bend? I have not been to Bend. I, no, I haven't. So, like Washington State for Bigfoot 100. Oh, gorgeous. I... I kind of want to live there for, like, two months of my life Just every a, year. Yeah. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 It's still raining a little bit, but... Well, like, Portland... It's so beautiful.
1: Portland, a bit. like, I like beer. You like beer? I mean... I don't like I, beer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you right now. Um, how's the Japanese
0: IPA? Session IPA? Yeah. They use, like, Japanese rice and Japanese cultured... Uh, what? did I don't know. <laughs> I don't brew. I have no idea. I just drink it. Hops. Hot.
1: There we go. Wow. I could have figured that Sorry. out. Yeah, he doesn't like beer. Um. So. <laughs> so yeah, it's up in bend. Um. Me and Ian from Charmin Ultra, we're putting on a little mini camp I that weekend.
0: Ian in person. He you met him like yet? A great guy. No, no. Oh yeah, he's yet. awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we're going, to, we're going to do this like um. You know, we put this trail camp on here in Colorado, and it's every September. It's at this beautiful ranch up here, and just a great time. And I want to scale the camp. I know i can't though i have a unique relationship with the owners of the ranch so it makes it like that like i just post it and it's good to go um and to do that in different states is tough so what the idea is like we're going to do this mini camp around the event where we have education the whole weekend we have support the whole weekend we have skills and we have post-race like troubleshooting for people the whole weekend um so we're going to do that up there uh, if you apply for season eight you're basically saying i want the opportunity to coach with one of the Sharman coaches or myself or one of our coaches um to get to this goal of running your first ultra and it's a 50k up in oregon and it should be beautiful it usually is the weather's usually great yeah um i just did a podcast with the rds who so always like to get like a good scope of what the or a good idea of what the course is like and so you can listen to that on the podcast on the becoming ultra podcast and that's it. So everything launches on um, November eighth, applications open. So we keep it open for a week.
0: That's awesome. So that's no, it. I think it's cool. Simple. Yeah. For all the training for Ultra podcast listeners, check this out. It seems like an awesome opportunity to pick up some of the best coaches in the world. I mean, seriously.
1: We got got Ellie Greenwood and Ian Sharman. Like, they are literally some of the best ultra runners in the world. Yeah,
0: if you haven't opened, like, an ultra runner magazine or, like, anything in the past five years, like, yes. These are some of the uh, top top athletes and coaches.
1: But you got to think. It's, like, like the gateway drug for... uh, for ultras, you go do the fifty. Yeah. First of all,
0: yeah, this is this is warning.
1: This is uh, this is very <laughs> similar. To coached by Ian. I have not had I have not had children myself, but my wife has, <laughs> and I will tell you, after, only had one. You've only personally. had one, one person. <laughs> only, so after after our first kid, there was no way in God's green <laughs> earth. My wife, she, first of all, she had a twenty four hour labor. She was not going to do that again. Yeah. Two years go by. She's like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I was like, are you crazy? So we had another kid. So, you know, after I ran my first, uh, the first marathon I ever ran was in Philly on the roads. And I was like, oh, dude, like I was hurt, you know, the road, the first marathon on the roads just beat you up. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm doing it again. And, and a month goes by, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So it kind of happens like that.
0: See, I'm convinced that human genetics have been designed with the ability to forget for both negative and positive reasons and
1: yeah I agree
0: yeah whenever you're out there during an ultra and you say to yourself like I will never run another ultra the rest <laughs> of my life everybody or says an it a marathon yeah, everybody have. says it everyone says it and luckily we've been gifted with this innate ability to forget how freaking awful awesome awful <laughs> awesome <laughs> uh, certain situations are but no seriously check it out apply do you have any video of anything you've ever done? Yeah, yeah, we have like, some video uh, yeah, Do you sure. have video of the events that you guys are doing?
1: And we have the, some of the videos from like the trail camps and like camps? if you go to yeah. the, if you go to our Instagram, you'll see video from Cloud Splitter and and mm-hmm. images from our last race that we featured in Virginia. I mean,
0: twenty twenty, let's work there. together. Yeah, um, depending on schedules and everything else, like maybe we can get some some film footage and that'd be sweet. Blow this up and scale it and oh, yeah. help help other people like lose that fear of failure and get out there and do their first ultra especially west of denver jeez yeah beautiful yeah
1: i'm getting selfish i'm picking spots that are on my my bucket list for these races so you guys are going to like the spots no matter what
0: yeah it's selfish for you but you're also picking out like dream races for other people yeah for their first ultra too oh
1: yeah and for and for the last like um the the, ra- the runners for the season they get they get free entries into the race which is kind of cool like the RD has really stepped up which is kind of sweet but no it's that's awesome. all I
0: got on it man maybe I'll run the race too I don't know you should we'll work together all right yeah. buddy
1: well that's fun I got I know the the wifer and the little little boys will be coming around the corner any second but it's awesome hanging out man
0: yeah no I I really appreciate it we're not nervous talking to each other we're kind of cold I'm actually <laughs> it's, cold right it's now kind
1: of really cold. <laughs>
0: But yeah, as always, I'll uh, I'll chat with you in four months, and oh, you great, know, we'll yeah. do something something cool together. And I want to team up twenty twenty. I'm yeah. all about working together, and let's change people's lives for the better. And yeah, we'll find some cool stuff. Absolutely, let's collaborate. Awesome. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, thanks. And that was episode one seventeen. I hope you guys enjoyed it, Scott. Thank you for taking your time check out season eight of becoming ultra if you're interested applications are due like within a few days here so get on it message scott if you miss the application time maybe he'll he'll uh, let you in late but um get on it check out the show notes for the link to those applications thank you to the show sponsors hammer nutrition suffer fest beer Exoskin skin destination trail and ultimate direction thank you to the patreon supporters Have a great week, guys. Don't forget to enjoy your training.